Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome. My name is Mayor Rostami, and this is One True Temple. This is a podcast all about becoming more of who you really are. This is a podcast all about rediscovering your sacred inner world, because you are the temple. The temple is you, and it has always been you. I invite you to join me as together we take a step out of the illusion. I invite you to join me as together we walk hand in hand into the temple. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello. Hello and welcome back to One True Temple. Thank you for tuning back into the program. It is episode number 21 of the podcast. And we are here. It is Sunday. It is the 15th of August. And I have so much goodness to share with you tonight. I have so many fresh golden nuggets that I'm just ready to ring out on your third eye. I'm going to create a drip. And I'm going to light some sage before we get started. I love the scent of sage. I love the scent of sage and I love the scent of Palo Santo. Sage and Palo Santo are probably my two biggest permission slips in terms of scents that just allow me to mentally reset the space, reset the air and establish a completely new vibe. So let's get into the podcast. Let's just jump right in. Let's talk One True Temple. This is a podcast, not only about realizing who you are, but it's a podcast all about realizing what you really are. I've said this so many times on the podcast and I'm gonna keep saying it, I'm gonna keep saying it, I'm gonna keep saying it. You are not a human being with a soul. You are a soul having a human experience tied to pure consciousness tied to source, tied to the universe, tied to God. It's in everything there. I think it was like Osho who said something like, if you don't see God in all, you don't see God at all. And I've thought about that a lot over the years. So this is a podcast really about freedom because becoming more of who and what you really are is freedom. Freedom means to be who and what you really are free from who you perceive yourself to be free from who you have been conditioned to be free from who you think you need to be who you really are. You just are, you are the immortal dwelling within the mortal. You are the timeless playing within the time bound. You just are. One of my spiritual teachers said this recently, and it really wiped me out. He said, when you can write your autobiography on the back of a stamp, then you have really grasped what you really are. I'm going to let you think about that. I've said it before. You are not only pure consciousness, but you are that which comes prior to pure consciousness. You are that too. You are the awareness behind the awareness. So let's jump into the episode, shall we? Now, I don't know who needs to hear this, but 
you are greater than any idea, louder than any Instagram post, and more valuable than any view or perception that you might be holding on to about yourself. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you are rising in consciousness. You are rising in awareness. You are rising in vibration. And you're rising in trust. And you're rising in letting go. I don't know who needs to hear this, but what you are looking for is already the place you were looking from. Whoa, did I just say that? Yes. What you were looking for is already the place you were looking from. And I'm going to talk more about that in this episode. Speaking of my spiritual teachers, there's something else that I want to share with you. And it's something that Muji said. And when Muji said this, I've mentioned Muji on past episodes. If you haven't looked up Muji, you got to look up Muji. Spiritual teacher who's been doing this work for, I would say, over 30 years. He's 67 years old. And, oh my God, like the, the lessons and the teachings and what he reflects back to me now in my life has just, it's like completely unlocked a lot of my own shit. And here's what Muji said. He said, I am nothing appearing to be something and now enjoying both. (laughs) I am nothing appearing to be something and now enjoying both. That rocked my world because so I was going through these, like these, I, I don't know, maybe I want to call them like mind attacks or something where like I'd be in my, I'd be like present and in my person and like something would like cause me to feel guilty that I'm not like just observing myself or being consciously aware or just like, it's almost like I felt guilty for being something. Isn't that shit crazy? Because I've known, it's like I've had this feeling for a long, long time in my life. I've known that I'm, I'm not just this body. I've known that I'm, I'm not just this voice. I'm, I've known that I'm not just the senses that I'm feeling, the experiences that I'm having. I've always known that, it's like I've always been watching myself. And it's like I've always been like watching myself like watching a movie. Like watching... It's like you're playing a video game and, and, you know, when you're playing a video game, your viewpoint, your camera angle is in third person and it's like watching the back of the character and you're moving the character around. That's how I've been viewing myself for like the majority of my life. And I never really stopped to contemplate that or like really just think about that. But over the past couple of years, I've just came to this understanding that we are the awareness behind the awareness. It's like, we are the, the eyes behind the eyes. Oh shit. Where's my phone? I got to share something with you. Hold on. Let me grab it. This is what I want to share with you. It says that you are hidden behind and beyond the veil of this transitory world of forms. You are the great mysterious observer, the ground of all being. You are sentience itself. 
your consciousness itself, your awareness itself. And that's how I felt. I just never, I was never able to articulate it. I was never able to put it into words until it all started to really like come together all at once. And when it comes together, it like really comes together. I think it was like uh, Henry David Thoreau who said something to the effect of like, if one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with success unexpected in common hours. And what that makes me think of is when you and I advance with trust in the direction of coming into our being, with coming into what we really are, that soul tied to source, tied to pure consciousness, having this temporary experience, when we advance with trust in that direction and we endeavor to live this life that has all been prepared for us, when we endeavor to live with trust and confidence that there are no mistakes, that all of this is just a play of transcending that limitation that we picked up. All the limitation, all the conditioning, all the stuff that we picked up, that this is just a play to experience the interrelated opposites of reality so that we could experience both sides of the pole. When we advance in that direction, what we will meet is the truth, unexpected in common hours. It's like, it's not this like fanfare or epiphany. It doesn't, it's not this like aha moment where you stand up and you just want to exclaim to everybody when real truth is uncovered, because it's not like, you don't have to go like looking for the truth. It's all here. It's all in your heart. It's here when it's uncovered, when every, all this humanness is removed and bit by bit, you discover more of the truth. It's like, it just happens in common hours. It just occurs. You could be sitting on your couch on an afternoon on a Sunday. You could be bagging your groceries. You could be just driving your car. And it's like that the moment of realization when you're going down that path of truth, it's like, it just happens. And it, there's no, like, it's not like the balloons come out of this. It's like, well, you, you know, secret shopper. No, it just, it just occurs. And then it becomes an instinctual part. It just becomes this innate part of who you are. The truth of what you are then becomes more and more a part of who you are. And you just continue to live that. So, yeah, so like I mentioned, I am nothing appearing to be something and now enjoying both. Like I said, I would feel guilty for being something. And now I'm just like, no, you could be both and you could enjoy both. And you could shift between the two and it's completely okay. You can be the awareness and you can be the awareness observing itself. And you could enjoy both. It's not one or the other. It's not this or that. It's this and that. It's all connected. All is one. Now, what I want to share with you before we dive deeper what did I talk about in the last episode? I talked about, ah, I talked about making peace with where you are. Making peace with where you are is such a before this and after this moment. What do I mean by that is 
there was a, a Denzel Washington movie, an old movie called Fallen. And in that movie, one of the characters says something to the effect of, there are times in your life, there are moments in life where your life, like something occurs and it's, it's almost as if life is divided into two parts. And these moments mark your life. And when they occur, there's before this and then there's after this. And after this, nothing is ever the same again. Making peace with where you are is a before this and after this moment. It literally has the power to alter the course of your experience. And one of the biggest things that I, I got from that, just from sharing it, is this. Uh, feeling behind is subjective. It's completely dictated by you. It's not dictated by anybody else. It's not dictated by your family. It's not dictated by your social circle. It's not di dictated by social media. It's not dictated by your teachers. It's not dictated by your partner. It's not dictated by your children. The feeling of feeling behind or feeling not where you quote unquote should be is subjective. You made it up. And in the same way, you can choose to feel and believe that you were ahead. But again, that's subjective too. They're both the same concept, just opposite sides. So my contention on that is this, why not just choose the one that makes you feel better? Why not just choose the one that you prefer? Why not choose the one that you prefer to have experientially? Like, why not? But the reality is, it's all made up by you. Maybe you're being influenced by others, but you're believing it. And so feeling behind, it's, it's here's, <laughs> you know what does not exist? Let me tell you what does not exist. What does not exist is the secret police going around and tapping people on the shoulder while they're in line at their favorite coffee shop and going, hey, may, I, may we have a word with you, please? Are you Mayor Rostami? Yes, uh, just, we just like to ha have a quick chat with you, if that's okay. Can we please talk with you off to the side here? Uh, Mayor, uh, we did a little audit on you. Uh, by the way, we're the, uh, we're the going around and checking to see if someone is bullshitting police. And we did a little audit on you and we realized that you've been walking around in this human experience trying to believe that you were ahead. And it turns out, we found out that you have no proof to believe that you were ahead. Therefore, um, why are you going around and believing this? There's no secret police like that. There's no Gestapo. There's none of that shit. No one is going around. No one even knows. Everyone sees you. The, the, it's like the iceberg analogy, right? Everyone only sees the tip of the iceberg. No one ever sees everything down below the surface. And no one certainly knows your story. You and I choose to share our stories, but feeling behind and feeling ahead is all in the mind. That's all in the mind. It's all a tool of the mind. That's it. So like I said, the last episode, I talked about making peace with where you are. Making peace with where you are in a nutshell is just trusting the natural unfoldment of your experience. It's coming into your being. And I want to share something with you. Another thing that I've realized, this is another big aha moment. I've realized that you and I are not actually becoming anything. We're not becoming anything. 
And you and I are not actually engaged in the process of unbecoming either. I used to share a Bruce Lee quote all the time. I don't really share it anymore because I've realized this. Bruce Lee said something like, in life, you get to a certain point where it's not really about adding anymore. It's about removing the non-essentials. Uh, turns out, no, in life, you just get to a point when you realize what you really are. When you realize what you really are, there's no more becoming. There's no unbecoming. What you really are was there all along. It's there. It's you. You are the I am. You are the I. And there's no unbecoming. There's no becoming. You don't have to be. You don't have to become anything. You don't have to build yourself up to be something. You don't have to rise. And you don't have to, un, you don't have to unbecome the learning, unbecome the you, you don't have to do any of that. You just step into being. You see how like there, there's... One way, the other way, and then you're like, I'm just going to go straight and just be. And then say, you know, I'm not even going to go straight. I'm going to go in and just be. It's all about just being. That's the reality of this whole experience. This whole thing is all of I've mentioned this in previous podcasts. This is all just a play of this human experience. The self that's experience all, experiencing all this created this this elaborate, intricate experience where it picked up a bunch of limitations. And the experience is all about transcending those limitations. The experience is all about not only transcending, but the, tran the transcending is just stepping into what you really are. It's not becoming anything. It's just a self-realization. It's just this like, oh shit, I've holy fuck, I'm pure consciousness. All of this was made for you. You think that I'm talking with you? You think my you think this is my voice and you're hearing my voice? You're literally just hearing yourself. I am an aspect of you. Because like I mentioned, this experience, this physical reality is a direct reflection of your thoughts, feelings and energy. You've been thinking these thoughts. You've been having these feelings. You've been expressing this energy already and I showed up. I'm you. And I think I'm talking with you. I'm really just talking with myself. It's all, it's just you and the universe. They're all, that's all there is. And like, you know, when I was talking about what Muji said about how I am nothing appearing to be something and now enjoying both, I went through this, this like nihilistic phase of, oh, then it's, you know, if I'm nothing, then none of this matters. And then I was like, wait, if I'm nothing, then none of this matters. You see, the, you see the energy there? Do you feel that difference in that? It's a decision. It's a choice. So speaking of, well, all this stuff, I want to share something with you that I wrote. And I wrote something about a new relationship. And I just want to read it to you. And here's what I wrote. I have created a new relationship with that idea called trust. My old definition was born from my humanness and it was therefore limited. It was only able to extend itself to other humans and then it would reach its natural point of termination. My new definition has bloomed from my consciousness, which transcends the ideas and concepts of personhood. My new definition goes even beyond space and time. 
and all of the stars combined. A big aha moment that I've had recently is I've got definitions, I've got beliefs that were born from my humanhood, from my personhood. And they have limited potential, they have limited reach. They're, they're literally the manifestation of limitations. And what this made me kind of come to understand is that when you have these before this and after this moments in your life, call it spiritual awakening, call it uh, stepping more into your being, call it just like waking up. You and I have some definitions to reanalyze and reinterpret and give new meanings to. So now that I've realized that my trust was only about trusting people and things, I'm like, no shit, no wonder why I was, I, I could never trust the universe or trust that this experience had my best intentions in mind. No wonder why I couldn't trust that everything is moving in my favor, that all of this has been working with me, not against me. No wonder, no wonder I couldn't even create the emotional state of letting go, of just relaxing in the inner tube and just floating down the, the lazy river. Because my definition of trusting and letting go was so limited. But now that I've stepped into my being, now that I've stepped into the truth of my conscious connection with source, with God, with everything, now that I'm trusting more and more into that, my trust is like, it's, it's like this pulse. It's like this beacon that's able to just like pulse out to the, like literally the ends of the universe. And so, yeah, we have not, we not only trust, we have love to redefine. We have connection to redefine. We have money to redefine. Oh my God, I've been doing so much work in these areas, redefining this stuff. I'm like, holy shit. When you create beliefs from a new place, different shit happens. Completely different shit happens. And I'm like, I, dude, I wanna follow this thread. I wanna see where this yarn is going. So it's exciting. So, you know, to recap, I wrote down here, when your definitions are born from a limited place, they are only, they can only go as far as those limitations. But when our definitions and beliefs are reborn from our unlimited nature, then they naturally pervade everything. Internalize that. Really, really just soak that in. Make that one an instinctual part of who and what you are. Some other thoughts that I'd like to share here tonight on the episode. I wrote down here, there are more opinions than there are people. <laughs> I know this is a simple one, but there are so many fucking opinions in this world. And 
I, you know, that has made me think. I'm like, no, no wonder why, like, I feel like our conscious attention is so constantly hijacked. The world isn't even that bad. The world isn't even in as much chaos as the internet fucking says it's in. It's the mind that interprets and perceives this and then creates its own judgments about it. The world is actually beautiful. How about that belief? I've said this before. If you believe that your belief system determines your reality, then that is absolutely true for you. How about the world is beautiful? Money is always seeking me. Love is my companion. Happiness is my birthright. Peace and joy is the experience that I'm intended to have and that I'm having. Whoa, I just put on some really dope lenses. And you can too. I, anyone can. And the only thing that objects with that is the mind. It's literally the mind. It's nothing else. Like nothing. The mind is the only thing pushing back on that. So what have I been up to? What have you probably been up to? Emptying yourself of the mind. I'm not saying throw the mind away. Emptying yourself means... Realizing that the mind is no longer in control. You're in control. Actually, you're surrendering to the natural control. And the mind just helps you do what you need to do when you need to do it. And that's it. Everything else. Hey, how about this belief? Life is actually really easy. We make it hard. That's a belief too, right? You could call that an opinion. But a, beliefs and opinions internalized and taken as fact and truth then determine reality. So why not just pick the beliefs and truths that determine the reality that you prefer? Pretty simple, right? This isn't complicated shit. This is some simple ass shit. But all the, all the grabs for our attention, all the competition for our eyeballs and our conscious awareness and attention makes what is naturally simple to your experience complicated. But it's all a part of the play. It's all a part of this play. Shakespeare, all the world is a stage, no? And you and I are just grand, tremendous actors in every passing moment. So, like I mentioned, there are more opinions than people. And most people's opinions are totally imbued by their personhood. You know how I mentioned how I created a new relationship with trust? A lot of these opinions are opinions that have been created and formed and are being projected from personhood, from humanness, from limitation. So just consider that. I challenge you to really consider that. If the majority of the world have not woke up then the majority of the world is projecting opinions that are opinions rooted in sleeping. And that's not a judgment statement. That's just something that I've come to realize. So in closing, why do we forget this stuff? Why do we, why is it that we hear what resonates with us and we feel this sense of, peace and understanding 
and connection with truth. And then later down the line, the same day, sometimes even like we we forget. Well, the only response or answer that I have to that is this. Do you remember when VR first came out? Do you remember like 10 years ago seeing videos of people put on the first like goggles? And you remember seeing videos of people like reaction videos of people experience in VR while they had the VR goggle headset on, they were like in a roller coaster. You've probably done this. Like they're they're like VR mode. They got the goggle, the headset on, and they're on a roller coaster ride, literally like an amusement park roller coaster. And you remember how like when it was like they go up and when they're going down, you you saw their physiological reaction to what they were what their sensory experience was through sound and, and sight. Do you remember seeing that? There's no difference between that and this physical reality, is there? This physical reality is literally the most beautiful, intricate, well-designed VR that is in existence. That is why we forget it. That is why. It's like when truth comes in, we experience it. And then it's not like we consciously put the VR headset back on, but because like, this is such a fucking good seamless experience. It's just like it, the overlays of this experience just go right back on. And it's like, we're like, Oh, and we're going on the roller coaster ride. How do you and I check in and remind ourselves to just like lift the headset up and be like, Oh yeah, none of this is real. <laughs> this is the answer. Why do we forget? It's because the VR headset of this physical experience is very, 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 very high definition. Like this is, these are the best graphics that any console computer graphics card can ever provide. It's very good, but it turns out it's, it's still VR. And I'm not talking like this, I'm, now I'm going down the road of like simulation theory, but kind of, yeah. I mean, if you want to think of it like that, do I think that we're all plugged up into the matrix somewhere in a computer and we're just all experiencing this through our senses? Um, maybe I'll make an episode on that. <laughs> I don't mean to leave the, the door open, but again, all the, everything that we know to be truth and realize is the truth is quickly just sweat. It's not like it's swept because truth can't be swept away. It's like, it's just like, we just, we're just convinced that this reality is real, but it's not, it's not. And all we got to do is just lift the VR goggles up. And we're like, oh shit, how funny that I thought that was real for a moment. More of that, literally more of that. So that's the episode. Once again, thank you for tuning into the podcast. I love you. I appreciate you listening. And I appreciate all the support. Thanks for sharing it. Thanks for actually, thanks for just being a part of the tribe. That's really what I want to say. And I look forward to recording the next episode.